Good morning, Grinders. Welcome to the DFS pregame show here on Roto Grinders. I'm Jordan Cooper, aka Blender Ed, Blender HD. That's where you can follow me on Twitter. And this is the show where we go over a little bit about what, what happened last night. Go over the NBA slate from last night. That was a shit show, right? It was. It was. We'll talk about it. And then we'll try to figure out what the hell we're going to do from there because there's no slate today for NBA. It's the all-star break, right? We don't get We, we get the all-star game on Sunday. And that, that there's a showdown slate for that, I guess. So you could play that. There's MMA tomorrow, right? I think NHL or something going on. And we'll be back with the NBA on Wednesday, but I'm still here answering your strategy questions. You know that uh, you see me in the YouTube chat, right? I see all you guys here already home. Lee Palm, Rob F, Max Coach, Card Fan, Shane Newman, Dan, Daniel Hutchins, Gerald Miller, all these guys in the YouTube chat. Hit that thumbs up button. Give me those tummy thumbs for the for the apple juice. Keeping it cold, keeping it cold today. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do with the rest of my day. I'm going to just keep on drinking apple juice, whatever. Be glad that I don't have to make NBA lineups for the next five days. I'm getting I'm getting burnt out. I want MLB to start. I don't want this garbage. Paul George, dizzy, 20 seconds before the lock. Yeah, thank, thanks a lot, Paul. Thanks a lot, Clippers. I managed, I managed to actually get him out of my FanDuel lineup. Because uh, I, was, I was just playing cash yesterday. I was, I'm just done. I'm done. I knew I knew shenanigans were going to happen. I'm not doing 100 lineups. I'm not even doing five lineups. I'll just do a cash lineup in each site. I actually did very well. Did very well yesterday. Obviously, if you didn't have uh, Paul George in your lineup on FanDuel, you almost, you, almost, you almost had to have cashed. He was like 60 to 70% owned in most contests. And uh, I, I managed to get him out. I had him on my app. I didn't even know if he was going to be, if, if I was going to end up with that. Because it was like 30 seconds to lock. And I'm like, okay, let's just take him out and put anyone in. I put Tyrese Halliburton in, even though he, even though he's injured, but just not Paul George because that first game locked. So I took him out and then I pressed enter, and I had like 250 lineups. So it just it just goes with the little little status bar thing. Going, oh, it's working, it's working, it's working, it's work. And then seven o'clock hits, and it's still like working and working and working and working and working and working. And then it comes back. It's like error. Like you retry, can't swap. Guy already started. I'm like, you got to be kidding me, really? I did this. I I got it in. I pressed the button. I got it in. And then then everything turns to live. And then I go to the live section, and my lineups are gone. They're just gone. Just they're not even there. So I'm like, well, okay. I don't even know what happened now. Then I go on the website. I go on the desktop site. My lineups are still gone. So I just it shows the contest, but it doesn't show the lineups. So I don't even know who's in my lineup. And then it's getting it's 10 minutes later and still I can't see my lineups because I like, well, I still want to switch people out for the 7.30 lock. Then eventually, like 7.12, I see the lineups loaded finally and it's it's not with Paul George. I, it all came in. I'm like, okay, thank you. Thank you. And then I got my, I switched around my stuff. I got SGA in there, switch, whatever, whatever I needed around and, uh, and did well. The Yahoo, I didn't get him out. Yahoo, I didn't get him out, yet I still won. Because he was like 60% owned. DK wasn't as owned, but he still was owned, 20, 20-ish percent. But like yesterday on, on uh, go down to the results. Yeah, sweep. Right? See, look, 55% return on Yahoo with the zero. DraftKings, 43% return. And then Yahoo, and then FanDuel, obviously, because I'm playing all these cash games and 
Everyone, like 70% of people have Paul George in there. So that worked out. But it's frustrating. Yeah, obviously. It worked out, I guess. For I mean, I even if I had Paul George in, I think I still would have ended up cashing. A lot of people cashed regardless because he was just so high-owned with a zero. But uh, very, very, very frustrating. Because last night was just, it was nuts. It was nuts with the, the Derrick Rose. He's out, but now Peyton is in. Peyton and Nicolina. Okay, they're going to play. Then then Zion, Zion, oh, he's out. Then Reddick's out also. Okay, he's out. Then we get uh, the Bam, the Butler's in, but Bam's out. Okay. And then the, the, the Jeremy Grant was ruled out. And then then the Warriors, it's in the beginning of the day, it's like Curry's out, Green's out. And then we got Oubre's out. And then Kerr put out a starting lineup and he's like, I don't know what what's going to happen. Because you think in terms of all those guys out, you go, oh, this is going to be- benefit Wanamaker. And Bazemore, right? Because Bazemore is going to start for Oubre and Wannabreaker is going to start for Curry. And then the Warriors lineup comes out and it's none of those guys. Nico Mannion is starting. Nico Mannion and Damian Lee and Juan Toscano Anderson and James Wiseman and some other guy. Who, who else started? I don't know. I don't remember. So it's like, oh, they're, oh, they're going to play off the bench. No, I, I, I got Wanamaker out immediately. I said, no, I'm not going to trust this crap. We could see a lot of sharp players. You know, they they switched all of their Wanamaker. Some still at RBX, still at 22%. But you go, and then here's Nico Mannion. There you go. Take advantage of late swap. Nico Mannion was 12% owned. Wanamaker was 25% owned. Do people not pay attention? I don't know. Bazemore, 21% owned. But most, but most got Bazemore out. Most got Bazemore. Toscano Anderson, okay, that I can understand, Right. Toscano and Anderson, but like Wiseman, like where's, where's Wiseman? Wiseman was only 8% owned. Yeah, but some, but yeah, you see some late swaps here, right? Heavy late swapping, Damian Lee even, right? Some late swaps over there. Nikhil Alexander-Walker, right? He was cheap because uh, with uh, Redick out and Zion out, I mean, basically the second unit, they'll, they'll run more three-guard lineups, so he'll get time. He did well at 4%. Not so slate. And then obviously, uh, if could you have gotten, uh, you would have thought with PG, third, with, with, uh, with Paul George out, oh, oh, I need to get Kawhi in. But it, like, Kawhi barely played. I mean, so it's, so you see Rinpak, he, he was able to jam in a whole ton of Kawhi. But he only got 31 points. So, like, he got screwed. You got screwed twice, Right. So if you played Paul George, you got a zero. And then if you were if you were able to jam in as much Kawhi as possible, you got screwed because you only got 31 points. So the Clippers screwed everyone all the way around. Did anyone score well for the Clippers? I think Ibaka barely played also. He had a, like a good first half and then just Zubac played the rest of the way. Well, Clippers did do well. Did Batum do well? Did anyone do well? 25? Okay, that's not like whatever. Did Reggie Jackson? 19? Who did well for the Clippers? Or maybe Zubach was the only one. Yeah, 33.75. And he was probably under under 4K. RBX had him in like one lineup. Everyone else was just nothing. But that was that, that's yesterday. Chaos. How did you handle the chaos yesterday? How did you handle the chaos in the YouTube chat? Ronald Coley says, was it a negative EV decision to play George last night in GPPs? Not as his ownership. Right, <laughs> right. A zero at seventy percent ownership is uh, is typically not good. Right, at least get some leverage on your zero. Right, 
right? It was it was so quick. Like he was he was he was scratched. Like the news came out literally sixty seconds before lock. Like that that's that's when like a beat reporter report. Like that's when it was reported. So it has to take from sixty seconds. Then you have like RG having to re- write the notification out and then sending it and then you seeing it and then you being able to switch. I mean, like, like, dude, like, that's why I have tweet deck open on my screen. Like I have my NBA basketball list. So I see that stuff as close to immediate as possible. And I see that. And I had the, the first, my first reaction was, I know I have Paul George on FanDuel and I play the most volume on FanDuel in cash. So my first reaction is let me get, I don't care about my DK. My DK lineup didn't have George and didn't have Kawhi, didn't have anyone from the early games. So like if for some reason Kawhi, I need to play, who cares? My first priority is to get the zero out of my lineup. So go to FanDuel and do that. And then I did, I forgot that I also had him on, on Yahoo. But my first thing was go to FanDuel, get him out. Imagine if you had 150 liners, people were having CSV upload problems. I saw it all over the place. I don't know how they handled that. See, I, I don't mind, like, like as far as, like, refunds or anything like that. Like, that's just the name of the game. That's just what happens. But if, you're, if your site is buggy, like, if you submitted before 7 o'clock and you got an error message, then no. Then then FanDuel should do something. Then their site was down. You couldn't load the lineups. It was ridiculous. Right. People are complaining even in the chat. Right. It's slow. It doesn't, add, it doesn't refresh. It locks. It gives you an error message. Has a lot of bugs. You're right. It does. But my first reaction was to go to the app, not to go to the website. Because I typically do most of the quick things I do on the app. The website, I don't use that often. Oh, Kawhi got into foul trouble. Okay, that's the reason why he barely played. Okay. And he bricked like eight straight shots. Okay, so it happens. Right? It happens. Okay, D-Blizz, D-Bills. You can ask whatever you want today. There's no slate. Okay, there's no slate today. We're we're this this is the All Star break. We're on vacation. Even Devin's on vacation. We have Eli. We have Eli in, in, in behind the glass. That's what they call it in the in the biz, right? If there was glass, I mean, it's very thick glass between Louisville and Nashville. It's a it's a lot of glass. But he's he's behind the scenes now, so you, you can't even tell. The fact that you can't even tell who's producing the show shows how, how good Eli's doing. But he's behind, he's behind the glass. So you could uh, ask whatever you want. We could talk about anything. Uh, the floor is open, right? Today and then Monday and Tuesday. Like, what's there to talk about? Whatever you want. This may not even be an hour show, right? I, I could like leave in two minutes if I want, right? What else can we talk about? But D Bills asks about taxes. Okay, so I have to say the disclosure before I answer this question is I'm not a tax professional. You, this is no way legal advice or whatever I have to say disclaimer wise. Go see it. Go see an accountant. Not me. How much taxes do you pay on big wins percentage wise? I know it differs between states, but I'm curious. Well, you get a 1099 from the sites of your net profit at the end of the year. So if you win 50,000, but you lost 40,000 in the process, you're going to get a 1099 for 10,000. And it's like if you get, if you got paid like an independent contractor, it's a 1099 MISC form. So you get that and you pay whatever whatever tax bracket you're in and self-employment tax on that. So that would, you know, you you put it in other income. That would be the simplest way to do so. But there, there depending on your tax status, you could have a, put it on your Schedule C 
or schedule D, depending if you're, if you're playing as a business versus a hobby versus expenses, if you're, you could run it through an S corporation or an LLC, you could do, there's a lot, depending on, on your tax status, it'll, it'll matter, but you're just going to pay ordinary income tax. Most, most, most people will just be paying ordinary income tax on their net profit. So there, there you go. There's, 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 there's the, is that advice? Is that, should I be, I follow my own taxes. Now my, I have an account that files my business taxes, but my personal taxes, I, I just file myself. Okay, let's go through the YouTube chat. Alex Santi asked, what type of MLB content do you wish there were more of on RG? We have a ton, we have a ton of it. More of? Do we need more? Do we really need more? How much content do we need? I don't need that. I mean, personally, I don't need that much content. I think we do plenty for, for MLB. We have Cheese's premium column. That's a million words every day. Derek Hardy's bat projections, best in the industry. Got the morning grind the day before, which it, it's actually... Like the morning grind is useful for MLB. I'm not saying it's not useful for NBA, but you're like, it's a first look. You need to, stuff changes so much. You're gonna let you're gonna listen to to analysis from like ten o'clock the night before on an NBA slate. Yes, it's nice to have to get apprised in the morning what's going on, but I mean a lot of the information it's gonna have to throw out the window. By, by the end saying, I mean, look, I do it at 11 o'clock in the morning and it doesn't matter. We look at yesterday. We talked a lot about Ty Jerome and Cam Johnson and that did, did were they, they even necessary? Were they even on anyone's radar anymore by six o'clock with all the crap that happened? Of course not. MLB doesn't change that much. Occasionally you'll get the, I don't know who's the starting pitcher for this team tomorrow. They haven't announced it yet, but for the most part, like it's, it's going to hold up enough. So I don't know. I don't know what other MLB content. What what MLB content would you want to see? I would. The, the thing I would like to see in Results DB is the the stacks. That's one thing that we don't have in Results DB, which it matters much more for MLB. Because I'm going to be going through slates where I'm just going to show. I have to show individual players, and obviously you could gain a sense of what the stacks were from the exposure. Oh, look, uh, Bellinger and Muncie, and okay, that's obviously a Dodger stack. I just like to see the, st- the ability to pull out stacks in results DB. Is that MLB content? I don't know. Okay. Free copyright music says, which is not his real name, obviously. Are we able to play the all-star game like usual? Yeah, it's a, it's a showdown contest. Right? It's just like any other NBA showdown. Greg R. asks, do you run bad projections in cash like you do with NBA projections? And will I be tracking? Yes. I didn't do it last year. I was playing whatever I wanted to play, right? But now that I'm doing it for basketball, I said, why not do it for baseball? So yes. So this 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 cash game tracker sheet, that's why I made tabs on the bottom. I don't know if you can see it on the bottom. So it just says NBA 2021. So I don't have to make a separate spreadsheet. So it's just like, here's my NBA, and then I'll add to MLB, and I'll do the same exact thing. I'll probably, I'll probably start with a $20,000 bankroll. Bankroll. And do it the same exact way. And play three sites and diversify and everything. And do it for that. I'm still going to play GPPs, obviously. But this will be just for cash. Because we see right now, like, it's this is a lot of volatility. The VIX, the VIX of cash games, 
very high. VIX is like at the, probably at, this looks like the VIX is more like 28 or so, maybe 30, right? Up, down, up, down, up, down, up, a little down, up, up, down, up, 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 back and forth, right? These are decent sized wins and loses, right? But still, not bad right now. $18,589 at the all-star break, 8%, 8.7% daily ROI. Yeah, down on FanDuel, down on DraftKings, sure. Way up on FanDuel and doing pretty well on, on Yahoo. But this is the diversification of that. I'm hoping it's all green at the end of the year. I mean, I, I don't even care if it's all green. I care about the money. The, 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 give, me, give me the money. Give me the most amount of money. If I happen to get it all from FanDuel, then I get it all from FanDuel. Who cares? That's my attitude. I don't care. I don't care where I get it from. Some nights it's on DraftKings. Some nights it's on FanDuel. Some nights it's on Yahoo. Sometimes it's on two of the three. Sometimes it's three of the three. Last night was a good night. So last night, what? Because this is what, like, there was a sweeping loss. And the sweeping loss was like $2,500. But the sweeping win, this was like a $2,700 win. So that's why that's why this graph is like just like ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, right? A lot of volatility. Let's see. Go through the YouTube chat. Uh, you have to you for, for these shows without slates. Like the, I'll, I could only go as far as you answering you you asking the questions. If you you're not you're not, not going to type anything, the show's going to be over. Okay, so just just to let you know that that's kind of kind of kind of the way it's going to be for Friday, Monday, and Tuesday. I'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. So it's just a matter of, you, you have to let me know. Rob B, do you look into WOBA, WRC Plus, or just let the model do that? I just let the it's all in there. If it's relevant and predictive, the model will take care of it. So, and weight it appropriately. So no, I don't like say, I, I tell people all the time, especially in baseball, but there's a lot of stats, right? MLB, there's tons of stats. I look at none of it. No idea. I don't know what the records of the teams are. I don't know the. I don't. I don't know. I don't know the Sierra of a pitcher or. Any, I mean, yeah. Obviously, I'm in the industry. I hear content. I. I mean, yes. I managed to to see what's going on, but I mean, I. I'm not researching that stuff. It's like the, it, everything will be in the model. Just give me give me the range of outcomes. Give me the median. Give me the range of outcomes. I'm I'm good. That that's all I need. All right. Joe Wheeler's here with even more tax advice. If you make enough, run it through an S-corporation and cut yourself a W-2. You can take the rest as a shareholder distributions, assuming you have the big, right, the K-1. That's what I do. But you, you should see an accountant for that. And you're going to have to, obviously, I, 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 I think you have 10 days for your, I, I don't know. I don't know when it passes. The S-corp election, like if you haven't formed an S-corporation, I think, I think you're dead by now. I think you have to do it for next year or something, something like this. I'm not, I'm not a disclaimer. I'm not a tax person. Don't, don't take anything I say is, is real. I have to whatever legally say that. Uh, but yes. So I, that's how I run it. So I, I'm able to, I treat DFS and everything I do DFS wise as a business. I run it through an S corporation. I pay myself via W2, a salary, and the rest in, as a K one income, you know, investment distribution. Still, still, I mean, uh, you're you're not getting out of paying self employment tax. It's just that you're paying payroll tax as your business. So, I mean, you're not you're not saving anything on on you're not really saving that much. You just you're able to take a little bit more expenses as part of your business, 
and uh, you have a W-2. Like my, my attitude is uh, when you have a W-2, like no, no one, you know, no one looks at you funny. So if you have to get a mortgage or something, if you have that income verification, W-2 income is, is so much better than being self-employed and having a whole bunch of 1099s. So, so that, that's the main reason why I do it. The, 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 the tax savings is not, is not dramatic, right, at all, or it, it doesn't matter that much. People are asking task, task questions in the YouTube chat. John Moxley says, you often mention that DFS is a math game. Can you expound upon that? Uh, everything I do expounds upon it. I have a 15-hour audio class that expounds upon it. Get it. Go get the theory of daily fantasy sports. Theoryofdfs.com. That's how I get expand. I expound on it. Everything I talk about is math-based. 15 hours. You have me in your pocket, so go pick it up. All I talk about is projections and leverage and correlation and numbers. And I don't talk about like who, who's going to do well, who's going to slam, who's going to smash. I have no idea. All I do is have a model that shows the probabilities of these things happening. And can I put together eight people in a lineup with the relative value versus the field that has me a better chance of winning first place or whatever, whatever place in the contest, cash games, somewhere in the middle. But yeah, go, go, go pick up the audio course. Theoryofdfs.com. Greg R. asks, for MLB, what kind of allocation are you looking for? Yeah, about the same. 60, 30. I mean, yeah, there's more variance in MLB, but I mean, my, my diversification is, is, is meant for variance. I try to get at least more than, more than half of my volume, cash volume, in head-to-heads. Smooth out the variance there. Somewhere around 30% or so in double ups, 30, 35, whatever. And the biggest, smallest stakes double ups I could find. And then 5% or whatever in triple ups and above. Triple ups, the double ups, small single entry contests, you know, GPPs, something like that. And depending, depending on the action that day, sometimes the, the head to head lobby is, you know, booming. It's like, okay, now I could. If I had a choice, I would fill more head-to-head volume than anything else. The problem is, is that depending on the slate and, you know, the time of year, a lot of times that action is not good. Like, yes, I can get my, you're right. I can play as much head-to-head action as I want, but it's going to be against other sharp players, right? If I have a choice, I'm not going to play 109s against Mucklovin or Empire Maker or something like that. I'll, I'll play, I'll play $25 double-ups instead. Okay, going through the YouTube chat. Michael Lingelfelter says, are you playing today's slate? What slate is there today? There's no slate today. They're not playing basketball today. There's no slate. What slate are we talking about? What else is going on? I don't even know. NHL maybe? That What's going on? I've never played NHL DFS. People are at Joe Wheeler is apparently a tax person and, the, and he's doing all your taxes in the YouTube chat. Carson Pierre-Louis says, do you think correlation in NBA is weak? I don't think I know. Mathematically, it is weak. Yes. Now, Rob B is shining. This has become tax time in the YouTube chat. Okay, that's fine. I'm learning stuff. Good. It's, it's a good thing. If you're paying taxes on your DFS winnings, that's a good, that's a good problem to have, right? 90 plus percent of people don't make money playing DFS. They lose money. So the fact that you're play, paying taxes... Consider that a blessing. 
Do you have a certain RGV that you will not go below or a certain smash percentage you not go below when building lineups? Now, whatever the lineup said, remember, it's not about players. It's about lineups. It depends on the slate. Sometimes there's a lot of value. Yesterday, there's a ton of value. Sometimes there's not a lot of value. You're probably on a slate with a ton of value. You're not playing guys that have plus minuses of minus six, right? You're probably not playing guys with smash percentages of three. When there's tons of options, you're probably not on a nine-game slate. The smaller is a four-game slate and there's no value and everyone's overpriced. Yeah, most of the time, how else are you going to make lineups? Greg R. asks, how big are the single-entry double-ups for MLB? Same as NBA, around 1,000 or so? Yeah, I think so. But I'm saying not you don't have to just play the big, big ones. You could play the 124-man, 62-man, as opposed to the 11th. Like, the 11-mans have lower rake, but a lot of times it's the same It's the same sharks. It's the same – you're playing against the same 10 people. So you, I'll, take the little, I'll take the extra 2% in rake to find softer opponents, if I can. But of course, if I look into 11 man and I see six idiots in there, you know, no badgers or something, then yeah, sure, I'm jumping in. Right, Joe Wheeler's a CPA. He's he's the he's the official CPA of the YouTube chat. Uh, well, he's just he says he's a CPA. I don't know. Take that with a grain of salt. Right? Do I even have to say that? Don't even take don't even take tax advice from the guy in the chat room. Right. David R. says, Blender, thanks for all you do. If you have any investment finance questions during my study, I got you, my man. Are you an investment or a financial advisor? What should I do today? Should I should I panic sell everything? Stock market's down, right? Oh, ton? Oh, I'm getting notifications. Oh, this is down. That's down. This is down. Everything's down. I'm getting notifications. Oh, because I have notifications like when it hits like 5% up or down. Like that's down 5%. How much did I lose today in the stock market? It'll go back up. Jeez. Things are getting killed. What's going on? I may lose more today than I won yesterday in the DFS. But the thing is that like, like I'm not I'm not I'm not trading options or anything. These are these are actual, these are actual equities. These companies aren't going to zero, right? Right? That that, that that's the difference. Like options, you could just like they expire worthless. Or if you put doing puts, I mean, you end up owing like a million, a million dollars doing that. No, I'm buying actual companies. Like they're not, they're not going to zero. What's the worst thing that happens? You wait three years for it to recover. Okay, fine, whatever. I'm a buy and hold investor. Who cares? Ronald Coley says I was seeing a lot of people posting screenshots of Paul George's ownership changing after lock on FanDuel. Is there any chance that this is true? No. Why would, I don't know. Why would it change? The 10 minutes after lock, I couldn't even load my lineups, right? FanDuel's site was down. CSV uploads were were disabled or they couldn't, people getting errors. So who knows? The whole site was was screwed up for like 10 minutes. So maybe maybe the numbers screwed up. Who knows? I could, I couldn't even see anything. So I don't even know. Right, Anchor Melhotra says, this is the time to reinvest in the stocks that you like. That's right. That's exactly what I've been doing, right? While I'm on this show, I'm thinking about, you know, because I'm, 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 a, I'm, a, I'm a buy and hold guy. I'm a, see, I'm a see in 20 years guy. I'm at least a see in five years guy. 
People are people are panic selling. People, oh, the sky is falling. Like, good, then the, the, your stocks are on sale, right? <laughs> Go pick them up. Pick them up as a discount. If you like them so much for ten to twenty years from now, then then you should you should like them better at ten percent less. That's exactly what I do. Right, Max Coach says it was probably the lag reaction that Blender mentioned earlier as FanDuel updated the people that did get PG out of their lineups. Who knows? Who knows what was happening on FanDuel last night? Alex Santi says, I'm a see in an hour guy with stocks. Well, if you're day trading and stuff like that, you just care about volatility. Who cares? If you're a technical, technical analysis type of person, right? You're going in, you're going out, you're going in, you're going out. Me personally, I, I'm, I'm the same thing with like the optimal cash lineup on Roto Grinders. Like if you can't beat that return, then there's no point in spending all your time going buy here, sell there, buy here, there, 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 doing that stuff. Like, dude, can I just, can I just buy VU? Can I buy VTI or something and just like hold it for 15 years and have more money? Okay, then there, there, I don't have to do anything. Thanks. Right? If, they, if I can't beat the S&P 500, over a 20-year period of trading like this every day, what's the point in doing it? So, yeah. So, that, I, I always say, I say it on the Theory of DFS podcast, that I'm looking to make the most amount of money for the least amount of time. Not time, this time, like, oh, I need to triple my num- money in two days. I'm talking about time investment into how much equity, sweat equity that I have to do. So, I view it the same as cash games in, in DFS. If it takes me 30 seconds to make a cash lineup and I can make X return on it, well, if I'm going to spend two hours on it, I got to, how much more money do I make? If I can't make more money, then I shouldn't be spending the time. I view the same thing with the stock market. Keith Carruth asks, what's the best tool to project value? Huh? More often than not, my studs are duds. Well, just use projections. What are the best tools? Go, go sign up for Roto Grinders, Roto Grinders Premium. Click on the link in the description. You get $10 off your first month. And just use the projections. There you go. You're done. What tool? There. Projection model. Build your own if you want. If you don't, you just pay for one. That's 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 good. That's the main reason. I could build my own model. I can. I could do it. Is it going to be as good as for baseball? Is it going to be good as good as the bat? No, of course not. So what? I paid for the bat. <laughs> so why not just do that? It saves me all the time. I just use money to, to save all that time, right? The NBA projections that we have it would take me who knows how long to build a model that's as good as that. So why why, why should I spend my time doing it when I can just pay? Right? Pay 40 bucks a month. And then, okay, it's taken care of. Almost, it feels like too, it's too cheap. Like, this would take me hundreds of hours to, to back test and regress and do all the crap, learn to some of the programming, to do it as well as what it is. So, why bother? Why? I'll just pay for it. It's like Uber, right? Well, you could take the bus and it'll be cheaper, but it's like, no, I'm paying, I'm paying 10 bucks instead of three bucks. 
So I get home in 10 minutes and not 45 minutes because the bus transfer on buses or something. Right. You're paying for convenience. Uh, let's see. Carson Pierre Luis said the opposite. No. But your statement is the opposite of what I'm saying. People should spend more time on research and less time on building lineups. And I go, no, that's that's the complete opposite. People should spend less time on research and more time on building lineups. It's the opposite. You know how, how you know how much time I spend on research? Research? Can I say zero? Can I, I mean, is it close to zero? I spend no, almost no time on, on re, what, what research do I have to do? I have projections. They're done. What, what research is there? It's already been done for me. So all my time is spent building lineups, strategizing, visualizing lineups, thinking about ownership, thinking about where the field's going to go. Oh, this guy got scratched. How much ownership is going to move here? What's that going to do to constructions? What contests am I playing? Those are the types of things. Lineup construction, strategies for that, that's what you should be spending most of your time on. Research, who cares? I don't even have to know what teams are playing. That's what you have projections for. They do all that work for you. Let's see. Max Coach once says, I take the beginning ownership projections and then I monitor how they change through the day up until lock. I have five different data points. Okay, you could do, you could, you could monitor that. Because remember, early last morning, when, when, when yesterday's show, we were talking about Ty Jerome being 30% owned because it was like no value. And he was getting minutes for the Thunder, and Horford was out. Like, what was, what did Ty Jerome even end up getting owned? Ty Jerome was 10%. Okay. But still, yeah, but once all this other news comes out, once you're, once you're jamming in SV, and you could play Josh Hart, and you could play all the Warriors guys, and Kelly Olynyk and Precious Achua. If you wanted to do that guy, like that's where ownership bled out from from Ty Jerome. But you should have known that already. You should have known. You should have known. Okay, how old is Ty Jerome going to be? Probably not not that high, not that high anymore. But still, if you wanted to play Ty Jerome at 10% ownership while everyone's playing Ken Bazemore at 25%, I think that's good. What did Jerome even put up? He didn't do well. Five points. <laughs> yeah, but Bazemore only put up, what, seven? Seven and a, seven and seven three quarters? So it didn't matter. But that's what you do. Like, like why, sh- why should Svi be 41% stoned on a nine-game slate? Probably overowned. You could have played tons of other people instead. I mean, even the Warriors guys were, were less owned than Svi. But he was the earliest valid. Said, Look at Wanamaker. Wanamaker didn't start and still ended up being 25% owned. People don't move. People don't late swap. So even though Ty Jerome under obviously underperformed Brad Wanamaker, it's probably a better play. In relative value terms, to play Jerome over Wanamaker, then two and a half times the ownership for no apparent for no reason, other than we all knew Curry was going to be out, and we thought Wanamaker would start and play thirty plus minutes. That it didn't happen, but it's not like it didn't happen out of the blue. You saw the starting lineup. 
got to know that his range of outcomes is now going to be much wider and much more likely that he's not going to be playing 30 plus minutes. Ty Roach says was profitable last night, despite 60% PG, right? I'd Paul George and Yahoo and still made money. Cause it was 60% owned in most of my cash games, right? Like Yahoo. Yahoo's down here. Yeah. 55% made 400 bucks. Like FanDuel was just a layup. I mean, FanDuel, like once, once, once I got George out of my lineup, I'd eventually, like that was easy. I mean, if I, if I, if I lost on FanDuel without Paul George in my lineup at 60, 70% owned, maybe I need to quit DFS or something. I don't know. There have got to be some people that didn't cash with Paul, with, with without Paul George in their lineup. Got to be. I don't understand this question, Ronald. How are you deciding whether or not something is more likely to happen? Isn't that circumventing the projections in a way? No, I don't even understand that question. The probability is in the projections, right? We have a smash percentage. That's a probability. This guy's 38% chance. This has 23% chance. This has 17% chance. All the medians are 50th percentile outcomes. These are all, all projections are probabilities. So obviously I could see what's more likely to happen than less likely to happen. Alex Santi is playing whoever he wants. Because you can. Play whoever you want. Buy whatever stock you want. Pay whatever tax you want. Right? Pay whatever. Just who cares? Make it up. Right? This is not tax or financial advice. Right? I have to say that. I think I have to say that. Do we got any more questions before we get out of here? It's it's casual Friday. It's It's casual. There's no slate today Friday. We got Eli behind the glass, getting some experience. Got an active YouTube chat. Hopefully everyone got, everyone now knows how to pay their taxes, right? You pay it on to April 15th, right? You can file an extension. You could file October 15th, but then you still owe, then you still owe the money on April 15th. I believe, I believe that's how it works. Whatever. Druid 27 asks, generally how quick does RG update projections after news? couple of minutes depend it depends on whether or not it was expected or not we have what's called what if projections and you can even view them the what if projections so if we know that a guy is questionable like we know like oh jimmy butler may be out today or russell westbrook may be resting today what the projections team will do was make a set of projections that wouldn't currently be in there but they would make a set of wizards projections without westbrook so that if it happens, they have it ready. So usually those types of updates happen within two or three minutes. But if one like the Warriors stuff yesterday, who knows? This now new lineup. Now they have to change all the minutes. That that could take that could take up to ten minutes. But the starting let pressures at Chua wasn't starting, and Olenek started for the Heat. Right, that could take a couple of minutes, but they get updated. Oh, D- oh, DJ Johnson is here. Yeah, I know. I saw. I saw I saw DJ. 180K last night in NBA. You've been doing well the past couple of months. Took down the big 80, $88 contest on DK. Playing Jordan Poole. Yeah. Right. What was he owned? Jordan Poole was 0.8% owned. JK123 had him. 37 points. Right. Wanamaker and Bazemore who didn't start 
They were 25 plus percent owned. Jordan Poole, who Steve Kerr even said, like, we're going to play Jordan Poole a lot. Like, then no one played. <laughs> he gets there. So he got there. Okay. You take a shot, you play wherever you want, and you got there. It's perfectly fine. Oh, Cairo says uh, LOL locks in 18 minutes. Do we got it? We got a League of Legends slate coming up. Get your lineups in. Get your lineups in. What else is today? There's got to be some stuff. I'm not playing today. I don't know what the hell's going on. PGA showdown, I guess, right? That's going on. That's, that's going on, right? Let's see. What's going on? I'm looking on Twitter. I'm looking. What, what's going on? What, what are we doing today? I don't know. Soccer tomorrow morning. Okay, you can play soccer, EPL. I'll be I'll be in the lobby. I have some head-to-heads posted in DraftKings. You want to play Premier League soccer? 10 o'clock in the morning Eastern tomorrow? I'll be there. We got some NASCAR, I guess. Okay, NASCAR is coming. We got stuff, right? Go go dabble. Dabble in some other sports you normally don't play. See what happens over the weekend. And we'll come back Monday to talk about something. I'll just be answering your questions. What what we'll go over the all-star game slate. I get maybe, maybe. Is that gonna matter? LeBron versus Durant. That's late. Who knows? Who knows what we're gonna do? But I'll be here. That's 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 the that's the thing that we have. That's the agreement. Monday through Fridays, I'm I'm here. Eleven o'clock in the morning. Always for you guys. You guys in the YouTube chat, hit the thumbs up button on your way out the door, and I'll see you on Monday for another edition of the DFS pregame show here on RotoGrinders.com.